Hello everyone, welcome back to CMTG. We're in episode nine now. This is episode nine? Nine. Oh, so okay. I've, had, I've had eight different guests, including you, so oh, okay. I'm delighted to be joined by Carl. Hello. If you, do you want to like introduce yourself and yeah. say what you do? Okay, um, so my name's Carl. I'm a sound recordist, sound designer. Um, I've been doing it for about eight, nine years now. And um, yeah, I've, I have a love for all things geeky, gamey, um, pretty much anything really, anything that's, I'm a big kid really, so <laughs> yeah. And we have to try and figure out what we're doing. So one of them's and Grove. This is going to take me a while to get used to all the controls. Oh yeah, <laughs> it, it, it does, it does. Um, I'm going to be a liability for a bit. Okay. That's right, I'll, I'll, I'll do all the steering. <laughs> I'll try my best. The, the graphics are like shockingly bad on, uh, <laughs> on my, uh, my yeah, definitely you're, you're my console is dying. Yeah, I need a new one. Um, yeah, for those of you who can't see, because all of you can't see, we're playing on two screens, on two separate consoles, and Carl's Xbox is it's, it's dying. It's, basically. it's dying. It's, it's gone completely green. All, all the water is green, like, and the map <laughs> looks like. Oh, I don't know what the map looks like. I can't even read it. This is really difficult. <laughs> it's going to take me a lot longer. I should know my way around the map by now. I play this game too much. Way so too much. that can be your handicap. It can kind of level us up. Okay. Out, yeah. Yeah. We're, we're de I've definitely got a handicap right now. <laughs> um, I think he's still going to be better than me. Though. Yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> my first impressions of it was it was very um, uh, just. There's not much to do, you know, you just sail mm. around, kind of, that's it. Is there a ship over there? I can't see because my, my screen's so bad. Nope, there isn't. Um, <laughs> oh, God, watch out for them, nasty pirates. Uh, yeah, and then he, um, he, he basically got me playing it, and I had a load of fun. It's really relaxing, and because it's cartoony funny, um, I found it really, really nice to, li uh, to play. Mm. Um, and at the time, um, I was going through my depression. Um, I ended up playing this game a lot. I still do. Um, <laughs> to my point, my, my partner who hates me playing video games so much, but um, I find it really relaxing yeah. and uh, it's like my escape from the world really. So I'll spend a lot of time uh, playing this. It seems like there's a lot of freedom in it. Like there's a lot of like it's yeah. It's, it's not very structured. You can kind of do what you want. No, it's very yeah. It's, and it's very um, it's very open. So a lot of the time you spend most of the time sailing the sea. Like you're not Ooh. until you get to an island. Um, we just fell off the top of that. <laughs> oh. oh yeah, so if you go down to the barrels down the bottom and find the fruit the fruit uh, barrel, you can okay. eat some bananas there to heal yourself. You know, <laughs> bananas. You need a lot of bananas. <laughs> skeletons. Oh yeah, just, just so you know, <laughs> there are skeletons to, to fight. Um, and oh, that one with the keg, you don't want to be near him. There's quite a lot of them. Yeah. Is that one? So the one with the keg, Ooh. if you shoot the keg, it'll blow up, but it's close to the ship and that will hurt the ship. If you shoot his legs, that'll be handy. Don't to shoot from here, because I don't want to. Ooh, it's going to go. Okay. Oh, this is no good. Oh my goodness, this is not good. I think I might have died. Oh. Oh, it's still alive. Ah, oh, it's still alive. Oh no, I know. <laughs> oh no. I couldn't see. I can't hear anything either, so it doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't help. Um, yeah, so I was saying before, um, use this game to kind of re relax um, and just chill out really. Mm. It's, uh, it's like not very stressful until some pirates come up and try and steal your loot and then it gets ridiculous. <laughs> but no, nah, it's, it's good fun. Um, yeah, yeah. I've got quite a few friends who play it now. Um, yeah, I wanted this episode to kind of be more about um, 
for those watching for about depression because we've both experienced depression and we've both used video games as a way to kind of help ourselves in that situation. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, I, the funny thing is I didn't really know because uh, I've only just recently gone through depression yeah. uh, last year. Um, actually, when I first had depression, I didn't know I actually had it. Mm. I was uh, I was quite quiet, moody, distant. Um, I just didn't want to do anything. Um, and it got to the point where I was like, oh, you know, what, what am I doing? Like, I just, I just, you know, without being morbid, I just didn't want to be around anymore. Mm. Why is there a mermaid there? Have we lost our ship? It's <laughs> our ship sunk. Oh Possibly. no! Oh no! <laughs> I think our ship sunk. Um, yeah, we've lost our ship. It's 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 gone. There's a ship over there. That's our ship. That's, That's our, our ship. new one. Okay. So you you need to come bring that ship back. <laughs> I don't even know where you are. Um, oh no! See that island there? Um, put a circle on it. Um, that's where we are. That's where I am. So you have to sail up there. <laughs> Go and get me. What I'll do is I'll keep digging up and putting everyone on okay. the beach. Wish me luck. Uh, yeah, good <laughs> luck with that. Yeah, I never knew. I'd ever say this, but um, I'd like to say that going through depression. This is going to sound really weird. It's probably been one of the best things that have happened to me, and that sounds really weird because my outlook on life now is like is so much more positive. For me, the the biggest thing was was acknowledging I had depression mm. and then doing something about it. Um, because if I didn't, I don't think I would be around really because I know that sounds weird, but it's like, because I actively gone, I didn't want to feel like that. It was horrible because it was like, for a while I think what I didn't realize was I was depressed for a lot longer than I thought I was. So when I did go to the doctor and say, you know, this is what you do. Um, and he was like, oh, you know, you, you benefit from therapy, but therapy won't fix you. You need to go on the medication to, because um, the medication kind of makes you think more clearly and it relaxes you once you're in that frame of mind where you can, you can like kind of think more logically and you're willing, you've got a willingness to help yourself. You can actually get through it better. And because I was at the time just wanting to, like end it and everything. I found like taking a medication was like something I didn't want to do because um, my I know a lot of my family members have gone through similar things like my mum suffers from bipolar, uh, my auntie's schizophrenic, and I've got I know a lot of friends and family who've also gone through depression. Um, I was very against going on medication because I've seen the worst side of the medication yeah. that happens to people straight away. Um, my partner, uh, Keris, straight away was like, wow, there's a, there's a massive change in my attitude. After like two weeks, uh, there was a huge difference in my in my uh, thoughts and my and how I was coping. Um, but I was still struggling, but it was like a, a big help to, to myself. Um, and then I remember having, remember getting a bit down again. And then I went back to the doctors and I said, I said, oh, I'm feeling a bit down again. And they were like, oh, did we think you might have got used to the medication, you might need to go on a little bit of higher dose, but nothing too big. So I went on a little bit higher, which I've been on now since, oh, I think I've been on it. I don't know how long I've been on it for, actually, now. Um, but they said I should probably start coming off in April this year, um, which is fine by me. Um, and I found that even though it's still a low dosage, it's it's like I've kind of s like leveled out. But what 
annoyingly happened was um, recently lost my, my job, got made redundant, and I found that I was up and down and I was struggling. I do not know how to park a boat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, sorry, I should have told you. Drop the anchor, that'll help. But yeah, I went, I went private with, uh, with my um, therapy and they recommended me um, to uh, do CB CBT? CBT. Yeah, do you I know it? Yeah. Um, and that was amazing. I met this, my therapist called Denise, and it was just amazing how, like, she was telling me, you know, well, when you think like this, you should, you know, and teach me how, like, to logically think because I don't, you know, and it's not just helped me through my depression, it's helped me in the way I think about the world as a whole mm. so like thinking about like how my friends see me and stuff because i'm a big worry anyway like i said before and really it's just taught me to relax and be more like just to calm down a bit and be more chilled out because yeah. i was very very like a, i'm very emotional kind of person anyway um i don't think that'll ever change because that's who i am but it's really helped me so between the therapy and the medication uh, i'm extremely happy of the outcome um and i they asked me to do um, if I do some um, what's it called um, like a, a form to say you know how did my sessions go and stuff and I you know I just told them I said like it was the best thing that's ever happened you've been guys been absolutely fantastic so um, so yeah it was, a, it was a good outcome really yeah uh, it's interesting that you say like um, you've you felt the best you've ever felt since because I kind of feel the same way like. I look at the world differently now and, you know, if I wouldn't have gone through those periods of depression and I wouldn't be yeah. who I am now, like I'm a different person really, so. Yeah, it's, it's, it's bizarre. It's, it's really, I don't like to say, because I, oh, it's crying so you might have to. Do you need to do uh, something to it? Uh, no, so you have to go below deck and there'll be water, yep, there, and then you have to get your <laughs> bucket out Which is and then you have to stop bailing. It, it's, it's, it makes the games harder because we can't hear anything, so we can't hear it crying because it goes, ooh, mm. <laughs> moaning little monkey ears. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, I, apart from, apart from the fact that I have, I, I, you know, I decided to go and seek help. That was a massive thing. The, the doctor said, you've got to be open about it, you've got to talk about it. And I keep hearing that recently, like everyone's saying, like a lot of here, a lot of people say, you know, if people were more open about depression, you, it wouldn't be such a problem. Yeah. Um, and I took that on board and, and was like, I'm going to be, because it was quite hard for me to kind of just go, right, I've got depression and just start telling people. Um, I was a bit, I was like everyone, most people I'm sure. And so I, I told my close friends first and then I gradually started feeling, actually when I tell people, it doesn't feel, I'm not so embarrassed about it. Mm. And I, I basically just, um, I just was, just become super open about it and just started telling people, right, we're gonna go here. So That's kinda like the idea behind this show really though. It's like Yeah. Try and make it more of a common thing. Yeah. I think yeah, overall it's moving in the right direction. I think oh, more yeah. and more people have been open so it's it so yeah, good. it's been really like it being open just being talking about it is just massive. But what I found is um to to be fair is the the it's not just being open about it. It's having a good network of of people yeah. behind you as well mm. and I cannot praise my partner enough um, for sticking through it I can't praise her enough and not just that my my close group of friends they they've I've opened up to them and 
they've been just absolutely amazing. If it wasn't for my friends and Keris, I I don't think I'd be here because it's not just the, the it's not just the therapy and it's not just the the medication. I was on because I seem totally different now. When I'm saying it now, I feel like was I even depressed? Mm. Because I'm so positive about it now. I just feel like yeah, I, I still feel upset and up and down at the moment because I'm, you know, I think it mainly because I'm generally looking for work. Oh, I need to bail again. Chest is crying. But um, I generally feel on a on a high at the moment because I'm like, oh no, it's 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 a, it's a positive. See it as a positive light and just be positive about it because there's no need not to. There's no need to dwell on it. But at the same time, I can totally understand when people are in that funk where they really just can't get out of bed in the morning and they don't even want to brush their teeth. One thing I find is that like, if you're going through something, you kind of try and compare yourself to others a lot and oh, you do it yeah. in, in the sense of like, 100%. trying to compare to what, what people feel when they're actually depressed and whether you're actually depressed or not or whether it's just like, yeah. not as bad as other people's and stuff. And yeah. I think that's always a really difficult thing. Cause like- That's a massive thing you're saying that actually because um, Keris always says I, I compare myself to a lot of people. Yeah. Um, I'm always comparing myself to my friends going, oh, they got a better life and they're doing this. And, and to be honest with you, I didn't know I was doing it until, until she really pointed it out. It's like, mm. you know, don't compare your life to anyone else because their, their worries of their worries, but they might be feeling just as bad as you. Just because when you see them, they're like happy, go, go, and everything's fine. But actually, they've, they've all got their own stuff, but it's good to just be open about it. And if you're there for each other as well. Because um, it doesn't matter how small the problem is. If it's a problem, then you, if you talk about it, it makes you feel better. Yeah, yeah. Um, like for me, if I was thinking when I was like really down, I'd be thinking one way. And then they say, well, actually, it's this, 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 and then explain it in a better way. And go, well, but actually, if you think of it like this, this is what's actually happening. And you're like, oh yeah, I didn't think of it like that. And that mm. really helps because then you're kind of a bit like that CBT. It kind of gets you thinking differently and then you, you don't worry as much then and it helps like you know someone's there understanding and you can offload and stuff mm. like that. It's really, really helped. It's like different perspectives that can help you like um, cope with it in different ways and stuff. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I think that's uh, the biggest thing. So I'm, I'm, I'd, I'd say I'm very, very lucky um, that I've got such amazing friends and mm. an amazing partner. Yeah, I've I've kind of been through depression twice, I think. Yeah. Once more recently it was twenty seventeen, around then. And another time which looking back I think it was depression when I was about thirteen, fourteen. But they didn't diagnose it properly at the time. Right, okay. So they were they were thinking it was more of like a physical illness and they were trying to treat me with that and Oh, okay. I basically yeah, I was in hospital for a while and they were they didn't properly diagnose it as depression, but... So it's like something like tiredness or something like that? Yeah. Yeah, basically, they, they call it chronic fatigue. Right, got you. So it's basically tiredness. But, um, yeah. So that first time, like, only until, like, really recently, I've started to think maybe it was actually depression because it's kind of yeah. similar to what I've been through more recently. Sucks everything out you. You just don't want to do yeah. anything. Yeah. But, um, so, yeah, I've, I've kind of had a weird time of like getting help and being diagnosed because people like weren't sure whether I was actually depressed or not and that makes me not sure as well. Yeah. So it's yeah. Yeah. Because I the first time I well, not the first time I met you because it was it was before I met you, um they 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 said oh um 
uh, Niles coming over to do the, the filming for mm. Approaching Cyrus, you know, the, 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 the scene we did up in um, the Stag. Mm -hmm. And they, they didn't tell me, but they, at the end of the night, you go, oh, you wouldn't believe he'd, uh, he's suffering really bad from anxiety and, and he's gone through depression and stuff. And I was like, what? It's like, yeah, he's like, you're like super cool at acting and stuff. And it's like, just, <laughs> you're just going for it. And I was like, because I hate being on camera. Like, I don't think anyone really, apart from actors, like being on camera. But it was one of those, like, I was really shocked. And they were saying, yeah, you know, he's, he's really come through. It's really, you know, and that was That's like, that was a big thing because I didn't know, and then when, and then they told me about this show, and I was like, "That sounds like some, we should totally do that." Because for me, it was like, I'm I'm trying to be quite open and about my depression and stuff, mm. um, and it's really helped. And then when I heard that you did this, I was like, "Oh, well, it's it seems like a no-brainer to do, go and do it and, and talk about it." And I think the more people know about depression and being open about it, I think. The easier it will be for people to understand, yeah. um, and like how it affects people because it does it affects people in different ways as well. So I just got hit by something. I don't know what. Oh, it was a snake. Am I on fire? Yeah. No, you, you, you've got poison. <laughs> you got to watch out for sneaky snakes. Oh, no, you got me. Now. <laughs> I was to jump around like going, "Oh, what are you doing?" It's nice that you say that about me though, because like I still feel like I'm not where I want to be <laughs> in terms of like anxiety. But like the thing is, like I enjoy things like acting. Yeah, and I've, I guess I've kind of always felt that way, but I've not had the confidence to do it in front of people. And yeah, that's the problem with like experiencing anxiety is that it stopped me from doing that kind of thing until now. And yeah, it's, it was it was one of those because that's what they said, and obviously I hadn't met you at this point. And they told me they told me that first. Mm -hmm. uh, no, after we did the filming, so I'd met you. Then they were like, oh, "I bet you didn't know this," and I was like, "It's just the way they said it. it was one of those like." You know, trying to just not saying oh, how do I explain it? Like um, saying, oh, you know, how good it's been for everyone to kind of get chipped in and stuff, and mm. chipping on like making a film like that, and how it really, really helps. Like you know what they do here and tape and stuff. Ooh. I'm dead. <laughs> You can normally hear them because they like yeah. when the skeletons are white, it's like, and you're like, oh, <laughs> run away! But because you can't hear anything. It was a keg. It killed me too. <laughs> oh no. Okay, we're, we're not doing too well on this one. Right. Okay. Oh. Oh my goodness. Oh no, I'm lagging too much. <laughs> I can't see anything. Oh so no. Many. Oh, I'm dead. Oh, it's literally about ten. Yeah, so how long ago was it when you kind of, you, do you think you're through it or you're still going through the motions or? Yeah, I think I'm probably still going through the motions. Cause yeah. like, I definitely still have ups and downs. I know that's normal anyway, but um, I think that's kind of one of the reasons why I feel like life's a lot better in a lot of ways now mm. because I've learned to kind of know how to take care of myself. And yeah, like things like, like self-care, they call it, where you kind of learn to think more positively and yeah instead of like going down rabbit holes and negative thoughts, which I used to do a lot and still do occasionally, but um, and I like, out, I like, way. there's like a ton of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right Instant there. Death. Yeah, thanks for the warning. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, well the chests, oh my goodness, there are a lot of them. Um, but a lot of my friends, um, like Faye, Faye, my friend Faye, she said to me the other day, she goes, oh, you know, you're doing really good. You, you, you know, 
you, you I'm really proud of you, she said. And when she said that, when she said, you're proud of me, like that again, that hit, that touch, like these on my heartstrings. <laughs> and I was like, and it made me feel really good. <laughs> no. Um, don't think we're in trouble. <laughs> oh no, we lost <laughs> the ship. <laughs> All right, the, the good thing is, if the treasure will sink and come to the surface. So if you, you stay there, and carry the treasure to the to the island. I'll come over with a new ship. Yeah. Do you found anything like with your friends or anything, or, or not just with your friends, but like with family members or anyone they that they don't understand, like your how you're feeling and stuff. Yeah. I mean, I try and be as open as possible with them, but it's kind of hard to tell sometimes whether they do understand it or not because a lot of them they kind of they're not so comfortable talking about it for one reason or another. I, th I think it's because they think that I'm not so comfortable talking about it. And right, yeah. So it's kind of, I don't know, it's kind of weird. But um, the way I kind of used video games when I was like going through my more recent depression period was I played a lot of story narrative, like yeah. a lot of character focus and um, your decisions kind of shape the story a bit and yeah. stuff. Yeah, that's, uh, it's, I think that, that's a big thing is like I found is playing games like that which are story driven because mm. it takes you out of reality yeah. kind of like Definitely. really in the, in the zone and you're like listening to a story it, that is a big help um, that's yeah you just, you, you just lose your focus on yeah. everything don't you um, that's, it's good with anxiety as well because it's like it's a way to kind of switch off and that hasn't really happened too much to me there's not been many ways to do that but Video games definitely provide that. It's like your brain, for me. I don't know if it was if it was the same for you or if it's the same for everyone, mm. um, because it's the first time I've ever been through depression. Hopefully, the last. Um, but for me, it was very much my. It felt like my brain was on overload, and it just hadn't. It wouldn't stop thinking. I couldn't stop thinking about horrible things all the time. It was just yeah. grim all the time. With story games, I kind of feel like they sometimes give you like a substitute for like social, yeah, like social interactions. Because if you're playing like a certain character and you're talking to other characters, you kind of get that out of it a bit. Yeah, I was because I've not had that. I've never had um, a problem with socialising with people. Mm. So I suppose that's another uh, side of depression that I've not experienced, mm. where people find it difficult to talk to people I guess anxiety and stuff that's, that's never really occurred to me actually I think it's like as well pushing yourself to get out there and mm. as long as you've acknowledged it um, it, it does help yeah um, that's the thing as well like once what I was saying before about like negative spirals they can just as easily be positive like once you start getting used to putting yourself out there more get in the habit of it like it will come more naturally and you'll yeah. be doing it without thinking I think that's maybe like kind of where I am at the moment because like I've I put myself out there to like a certain extent a lot more than I used to for sure, and it's gotten to the point where I don't realise I'm doing it so much. So I kind of look at myself and think maybe I'm not making so much progress. But like if you look back and compare to where you were like a year or so ago for me, a year, yeah. two years ago, I've still made a lot of progress, but it's just harder to notice, I guess. Yeah. I think as well there's like a lot of grey area between because the way mental health works it isn't like a sudden thing that happens to you or like overnight it's yeah. gradual so there's like a lot of grey yeah. area whether you'd actually be depressed or yeah. not and 
And I think it was, it was a long time before I realized I was depressed. Yeah. Then when I, then I think my recovery has been very fast. I think mainly because I've really gone head into it. Mm. It's weird because I, I always thought, oh, I'm lagging so much. Yeah, I just started lagging as well. Oh no. Who's using the internet? Oh. Being pirates, it's more important. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like yeah. try to dig and then I jump back like, oh no, right, come on, we can do this. I did. did you find it? I, I did, but now I can't get back to it. Oh, no, I've gone too far now. Oh, I don't even know where I am. There, right. I can see the chest. It's right here. It's right here. I got it, got it. <laughs> no. Where am I? I'm <laughs> nowhere near it. It's this thing right in front of me. Go back. You can show yourself on my I'll screen if you want. It might be easy. You can dig it up if you like. <laughs> <laughs> could oh, do. No. I could do, but it's yeah, This is more funny watching it. <laughs> this is the way. What, what's happening? Why? Look, I'm not even moving. <laughs> on my screen, I'm not even moving. Right, I'm going to move one step right. forward. Right, ready? Ooh. Oh, I'm digging. Well, I'm digging. Hey, I'm yeah. using your screen to, to move. <laughs> <laughs> I went to the NHS counselling sessions after I'd already been to my CBT, which was through an organisation um, who I found really just by hounding the doctors. Um, and they were amazing. And comparing that private session to uh, and paying that way to the NHS was was a billion times better. Yeah. And which is a shame really because knowing now what the NHS what I did, got out of the NHS was really poor. I don't think I would have bothered with any more therapy after seeing what happened. Mm. I can build upon this story. Um it was in the newspaper but my stepbrother um Michael uh he hung himself. He went missing for a few days and it was in the paper and he was mm. suffering from depression. Um it was a couple of years ago now. And um he he basically um he went to the um, mental health unit, I can't remember what it's called now, in Bangor, and he went in and he said, look, I'm, I've been here before, um, I'm suffering from depression, and I, I think I'm gonna kill myself. And he'd been suffering for a while, like a long time. And then he, um, he basically said, they basically said like, oh, um, yeah, there's nothing to do, just go to, the doc just go to the hospital around the corner and book in an A&E. And he's like, no, no, I don't think you're gonna realize I want to kill myself right now. I think I should come in here, I think you can help me. And they yeah. turned him away. And then that night he walked from Bangor Hospital and he walked back down the visual carriageway uh, and then he hung himself. And uh, like there was a big funeral, it was like public funeral because a lot of people went looking for him and we, we spent a lot of time trying to find him and stuff. And I remember thinking like if that's their attitude of people who who work in the industry, who actually work looking after people with mental health issues, were turning him away yeah. because they thought, oh, they could, I think they must have thought, oh, well, he's, he's just some random guy off the street. But the fact that he said, because even they got the records when he went in, they said, he said, no, I've been here before, I'm suffering. He, he'd been on the file, they have him on files, and they turned him away. And when that doctor said to me, oh, you'll be fine, just, just carry on your medication. And I was just thinking, I, I was so angry, but at the same time, I was like, no, I like, luckily for me, I did something about it. And it's like, no, no, I'm going to do something about it. Um, and I decided, no, I'm going to I'm gonna stick with, to my guns and see someone. But I know a lot of people wouldn't off. Yeah. And that really upset me because I, I think generally a lot of people uh, get depressed. Think I think they probably get out of depression a lot quicker. But then they, because a lot of people will turn them away, they, they'll just go down a slippery, slippery slope, really. Uh, and I think that's why talking about it is one of the best things you can possibly do. 
even if you don't feel like it, just getting yourself in that in that like um, more of a positive place. Like tape here mm. is so positive. The guys have been amazing. I can't thank them enough yeah. for what they've done <laughs> for me um, and making me feel creative, positive, motivated, and understanding that okay, I've got depression, but it's fine. You know, just we'll help you. Um, we're, we're here to help you and stuff. It's been fantastic, and I wouldn't have. I don't think I'd be as positive as I have today if. I know it's sad though, but sometimes a lot of it is on you as well. To if you want to be better and not feel like that, then some of it is on you. Mm. But I can totally understand when people are like, "Yeah, but I feel like this because I've been there." Hello, everyone. Thank you for watching. Um, the camera battery kind of died about five or ten minutes before the end, so yeah, it cut off the last bit. So we're going to say about how. Because it ended on quite a sad note, how things can turn around and be more positive. I think it comes from a combination of things. It comes from yourself, obviously, and having belief, but it also comes from the people around you, um, as well as having just willpower and determination, you know, like a fighting spirit, basically, to keep going and knowing that there'll be setbacks, but being okay with that, accepting it, and keep trying to move forward because, you know, everybody has setbacks in whatever they do, basically. And yeah, um, one thing I've enjoyed doing with this show is um, seeing lots of different perspectives of people and, you know, getting a slice of life from their point of view. It's also nice to hear that everybody I've had so far has been open and honest and said they have actually had problems with their mental health. I think that says a lot as well. So yeah, I hope you can take at least one thing from this video. One thing that helps would be amazing. Thank you for watching. Thank you very much to Carl for being my guest. It was wonderful. And yeah, see you soon.